Everything is the same, showing up as many. There, there isn't really many of us. We are all coming from the same source. We make individualized experiences and we lost kind of like, not completely, but we lost a connection to that higher part of ourselves. So we can even make these individual experiences. Hello beautiful soul and welcome back to Rooted in the Cosmos, your podcast for all things spirituality. My name is Isabel Gloria, I'm your host and I'm welcoming you back to this new episode or I'm welcoming you for the first time if you're new. Welcome to the podcast. I'm really excited for today's episode. It's going to be another deep dive into another cosmic concept. I had talked about this last week on last week's episode where I shared with you a few things about the new earth and a few misconceptions. And I asked you if you would be up for more cosmic deep dives. And I received quite a few messages from you saying that they absolutely loved this episode and that they would love to learn more about like all this wisdom and all these spiritual concepts. A few years ago, when I was a spiritual empowerment coach, I guided people on their spiritual awakening and on their own spiritual journeys before I then started to work with other spiritual entrepreneurs. So before I did that, I was solely helping people on their spiritual journeys. And I stopped doing that when I started working with entrepreneurs. And in the last couple of months, I really felt called to merge the two together and to really step up my game for 2024. I'm feeling so ready to share more spiritual wisdom again and to talk about these spiritual concepts that I'm so, so, so passionate about again. And for my own journey, it was important to focus on one thing. So I try to, which, which is something I also teach my clients nowadays, I try to find one thing that I want to focus on, which was working with other entrepreneurs and helping them build their businesses, because I know I'm really good at that and I have a lot to share and the results of my clients were speaking for themselves. That was definitely the right path. But now that I've done that for a while, I feel like I'm ready to expand. I'm ready to kind of go back to the roots and incorporate more of my cosmic wisdom again, but also expand the journey for the spiritual entrepreneurs and the coaches I work with. Because as a cosmic leader or as a new earth leader, whatever you want to call it, you have to have like this cosmic wisdom activated within you and it, it's not a necessity. I would say you can still guide a lot of people emotionally and you can be a wonderful coach without having a spiritual background. But the people I want to call in definitely have the desire to have that spiritual background and have this mission driven calling from within. So incorporating more of my cosmic wisdom again into my teachings and into the work I do with my clients will only elevate them as well. So I feel really, really ready for this new step. And it feels like, from my perspective, it feels like I'm growing into the next version of myself and everyone I'm working with and everyone who's who I'm touching with this work 
is going to benefit from that as well. So I'm really excited. I have, ironically, a very good feeling for 2024. I say ironically because there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. And it, it we wouldn't call it positive. But for some reason, and I trust my intuition here, for some reason, I have a really good feeling about the upcoming year. Maybe I want to do like an energy forecast in one of the upcoming episodes. I have to feel into it if I want to do that, if I feel like I can do that, if I can like pick up that much so it would fill one episode. But it's definitely something um, I'm thinking about because I do feel like the good vibes for 2024 and it's amazing. And um, yeah, today, like I said, is going to be another deep dive into a cosmic concept um, I like to phrase my teachings in a way that I never claim that I have the absolute truth. I may say the truth is or write that in a caption or something like that. I, I may word it like that, but it always has the disclaimer of, hey, I'm I'm sharing my truth with you and you can take it or leave it. So I'm not one of those spiritual teachers who claims to have the ultimate truth. I really don't think so. I think we're always evolving we're always growing but I do like to call it my truth because I stand behind it I only share what I 100% believe in and what I know to be true so not calling it the truth would feel inauthentic in a way I'm very very vocal about the fact that I believe that everybody should listen to their own intuition because our intuition is like a tool a spiritual tool that always guides us where we need to be. So your truth may not be my truth, but it serves you right now to discovering whatever you need to discover. So there is no absolute truth. I don't think so, except one thing. And I'm really confident in saying that because that is the only thing I truly, truly believe to be the one ultimate truth, which is that we are all one. Everything else is a perspective. Everything else can be seen from different angles. But that we are all one is the only ultimate truth for me that I can confidently say and teach. And this one ultimate truth is going to be the topic for today. I'm sure you've heard about oneness and the concept that we are all one. But even though we hear that a lot in the spiritual community, it may not be really clear what that truly means. So I want to start this episode by diving deep into the spiritual level, the spiritual perspective on that. And just a little disclaimer, it's going to be very cryptic. It's not going to be flawlessly perfect because it's hard to put into words because it's more like a feeling. But I'm trying my best, okay? I'm trying my best. Let's say... I'm asking you to imagine nothing, pure nothingness. It's pretty much impossible to imagine nothing. I'm going to give you a moment, actually. Let's play some music. Try to imagine nothingness.
see it's very hard to do that it's like almost like a brain fart that happens when we try to imagine nothingness because even if we imagine it as like a void or black matter it's still something there is really no way of imagining nothing because there very obviously is something in existence so it's hard for us to imagine nothingness the closest you would get to imagining nothingness is to imagine potential so imagine there is literally nothing but the potential for something to become that is still very cryptic but it's easier to imagine right in that potential of something to become lays all creation lays everything that we know and that is in existence because the potential for something to become means that there can be anything. It's like infinity and nothingness is the same thing. If this potential now starts to become aware of itself and it becomes endlessly aware of itself, it's so aware of itself that it becomes conscious of itself. Consciousness is the elevated version of awareness. So you first become aware and then you become conscious of it. So imagine that potential becoming aware of itself first and then becoming conscious of it of itself. And because this consciousness, I'm going to call it the one infinite creator. It's a term that I've received from a channeling um, many, many years ago, and it resonates with me a lot. It's basically the one infinite creator is another word for God or for pretty much what it says, the infinite creator. So now this potential turned into a consciousness and this consciousness we now call the infinite creator. The infinite creator is oneness it's just one of them like one consciousness and the desire to know itself arises within the one infinite creator so what does the one infinite creator do it projects itself forth into another experience because in oneness there is only one it's singularity there is not other than or two it's just one and it's very the opposite of polar. So in order to experience itself and to become actually aware of its existence as an individual, there has to be some kind of separation happening so that the one infant creator has a mirror and a reflection of what it truly is. So imagine the one infinite creator deciding that it's going to project further into another creation and separate itself into two parts. And these parts go through the exact same process again. They become aware of themselves. Then they become conscious of themselves. They want to know themselves better. They project further into other existences, into other parts of itself. And that is a very, very, very simplified way of explaining creation. And um, I could go much deeper into this. It's something that we do in my mentorship and in the work I do with my clients when it comes to um, spiritual guidance and spiritual empowerment. But um, in a very simple way, this is how you can imagine the spiral of creation happening. If you think further in this pattern, you can imagine the one infinite creator creating things like different realms, different dimensions, then different planets, different beings, different um, animals, plants, whatever it is, like non-physical and physical. And everything has its own consciousness. Everything is separated from the one infinite creator. But eventually it's all 
coming from the same source. And this is basically the concept of oneness. So we are all one, no matter how bad or how good some people are, no matter how different we are, no matter, like, it doesn't matter. We all come from the same source. We have just split so many times from the original source that we no longer feel really connected to that source. And most people don't even know about this or they never think about this. They're not aware of a higher version of themselves. And when they talk about the cosmic self, this is your closest, your closest separation from a higher dimension. So your cosmic self projected you or your fractal of your soul that is now having a human experience. Your cosmic self projected this part of you forward into a human body or as like this human expression. And that is why it's so powerful to connect with your cosmic self because it is the first step. If you look backward, <laughs> the first step further up to source. In a religious context or in like religious texts, God is often portrayed as this superior being that is completely outside of us and that is looking down at us from a heavenly unknown place. But we are actually a lot closer to God or to source or the one infinite creator, whatever you want to call it, than we think we are. No matter if you believe in creation or believe in evolution or any other theory that might be out there or a mix of the two, whatever is in existence stems from the same source. This is exactly what I mean when I say this is the only ultimate truth I'm ever going to teach because I wholeheartedly believe that this is the one ultimate truth and everything else can be a perspective. Evolution, for example, is the physical consequence of divine intent. So I don't really see a separation between creation and evolution. It's just one and the same thing in different expressions. No matter how, when, or why it happened, there was never two or several in the beginning. There was always oneness in the beginning. And even if there was nothing in the beginning, which we tried to picture a little bit earlier, at least there was the potential for something to become. So it has been oneness from the get-go. It's always been oneness. I'm not a pro in this, but I believe that singularity is the same concept, just in a more um, scientifically proven way. But it's basically the same concept. The thing is that unity can only be realized through polarity. Everything that is stems from an absolute, an origin before existence. And if you think big, this is not just about our planet, about us as humans. This is about everything. It's about every galaxy you can think of, every universe. It is about everything that is in existence. We probably don't even have a clue of what is out there. Like we cannot even fathom how the universe and how many universes and parallel universes, like we don't even know what's all out there, but everything stems from the one source. No matter if it's parallel universes, different realities and worlds and states of being that we don't even have a name for. It's all born from this one source, from this one infinite creator. So to speak from a more human perspective again, everything you see around yourself, everything you know are portions of source, of the one infinite creator. Everything that is, is part of source in some way. You are part of source. All your friends and family are part of source. I am part of source. The chair you may sit on right now, 
everything is a portion of source making an individual experience. And everyone and everything in existence is made from the same original energetic structure. Let that sink in. Like everything, look around yourself right now. No matter if it's a room, a furniture, a cup of tea, everything is created through divine intent. Even your phone and things that we don't even connect with in that way. It's not just nature, it's, it's everything. Everything has a divine source. Isn't that crazy? Everything is the same showing up as many. There, there isn't really many of us. We are all coming from the same source. We make individualized experiences and we lost kind of like, not completely, but we lost a connection to that higher part of ourselves. So we can even make these individual experiences. But in the end, from a greater perspective, there is only one of us. And if that doesn't give you shivers, I don't know what will. Another example I like to share with my clients, and I'm going to share it with you now, is to imagine Source or the One Infinite Creator as an ocean. So imagine this ocean, and from this ocean, different streams go off in different directions. And the stream going to the left makes a different experience than the stream going to the right. They are able to perceive each other as two separate streams yet they're still flowing from the same ocean, from the same source. And if you now take several individual drops out of the left stream, and they are all making different experiences because you do different things with them, every single drop would experience itself as a separate entity and might still perceive itself as part of the left stream. So there's like this duality there. It's an individual, but it's also part of something bigger. The ocean itself, however, feels further away and outside of themselves from the perspective of the drop. They most likely, the drops most likely, don't perceive themselves as the ocean, even though technically they are. They are the ocean. The ocean, or the source, the one infinite creator, is a lot more powerful and conscious than a single drop from the left stream, and therefore is what you would call superior to the single drop, even though the drop is still the ocean. I warned you, it's going to get cryptic. <laughs> if we now say that a single drop from the left stream symbolizes a human being, then the left stream is the higher expression of that human being, so your cosmic self. And the ocean symbolizes source and therefore a higher, more conscious expression of your cosmic self. So it always goes in like this hierarchy, but it's not really a hierarchy. It's, it's an expansion. And if you think of it now, does this dynamic mean that the drop is not the ocean? No, the drop is still the ocean. It's a less conscious version of the ocean. And humans, on the other hand, are less conscious versions of source. So we are the one infinite creators or sources expressions and we exist as source on the higher levels but in our human costume we are not the highest version or the most conscious self of source we are the lower expressions of source in this spiral or ladder of creation 
And we as humans don't perceive ourselves to be part of everything else in existence because the physical separation creates the illusion that we are entirely separated. While in reality, we are still one unified field, one unified energy, which is source. Just because we have physical bodies and we can draw a very um, obvious line between this is my body ending and this is your body starting, we have this illusion of separation. The larger part of source, which does not practice this point of view in the physical, is still immersed and part of this unified space that we all share, but we view it as above us, we perceive it as above us because it's a larger amount of consciousness and it's a, like a divine being, like God, but we are all portions of that. So having this image of a God that is watching over us is not entirely wrong, but it's not in a superior way in the classical sense. It's just that there is a lot more conscious, like this higher consciousness that we always talk about. It's this wisdom that is stored within the larger portion of source. And we are just a very small portion of source, but we are still part of source. We are an experience of God and we are a part of, of God. Coming back to oneness, oneness and source are very similar. While source is the infinite entity itself, oneness is the state of being that we are in. So we are all in this state of oneness, even though we may not perceive it as, as such. And you, as a human, can tap into this feeling of oneness. This is like the 5D consciousness. It is a very um, transcending experience. It transcends the mind. We feel the connection with everything in existence on a soul level. And if you had a powerful meditation or if you maybe attended a workshop that did some powerful practice, you may have experienced this feeling of oneness where you suddenly feel filled with love and so connected to everything else. And Or even if you're just out in nature and you watch a beautiful sunset or you're on the on the beach and watch the ocean and you this overwhelmingly loving feeling overcomes you that is like the feeling of oneness everything including us humans as individuals stems from one consciousness that split itself into an endless amount of fractals of tiny parts of itself and every mineral every plant every human every being in the cosmos simply everything in existence is part of source and therefore in the state of oneness that we can all access this means that everything you do directly or indirectly affects everyone else and everything else it's like a butterfly effect or like a domino effect and we cannot harm anyone without harming ourselves on the other hand, this also means that if we are in service to ourselves by healing our trauma, by integrating our suppressed emotions, by being gentle with ourselves and honoring our feelings, we automatically benefit the collective. We automatically create a ripple effect of healing. And the same goes for awakening. If you work on your own like wisdom if you want to access this wisdom and your higher consciousness you're not just doing that for yourself you are creating a ripple effect if you work as a coach and you have a beautiful business that impacts a lot of people on a very personal level this is beautiful and this is the more tangible way of helping people but on the spiritual level you're also creating a ripple effect through the work you do in the physical so everything you do has meaning and the same goes for raising the consciousness on planet earth if you live a conscious life in alignment with the law of one 
which is another topic I can talk about, but I'm just going to call it the law of one, so oneness. And if you can create the feeling and awareness of oneness within you, you automatically contribute to the awakening of others. You open the door for the possibility for the people around you to awaken and to walk through that door and make their own experiences. The thing is, besides our logical mind and the conditioning to see the world filtered through our thoughts rather than through our emotions and our heart, the one thing that might keep us from allowing the truth of oneness is feeling the pain and wrongdoings from others. So we just don't want to be one with them. <laughs> Yet we still are, but we don't want to. There's resistance coming up, especially if you hear about stuff that's going on in the news, like wars and all these horrible things. We don't want to be one with them. It's There's this meme out there that I saw a few years ago and ever since have it saved on my phone. It says something like, I can feel the beauty of oneness and I can feel the truth of oneness. I am one with everything in the cosmos except that one bitch. <laughs> and it's a person that they don't like. And we as humans experience that a lot. We just don't want to be one with the bad things. We just don't want to be one with the fractals of consciousness that have chosen the wrong path, that have evolved further away from God instead of closer, instead of coming closer to God. We just don't want to be one with them, even though we still are. Living in a deep awareness of oneness doesn't mean that you have to unconditionally love everyone and everything around you. On a human level, there is conflict, there is pain, there is victim and perpetrator dynamics, and many, many more aspects that are very, very out of alignment with the truth of oneness. Trying to make it okay by reminding yourself of oneness would have a very damaging effect on our emotions, on our psyche, on everything. So never make it okay by thinking, well, this happened because we're all one, it's fine. It's not like that. Like we have to look the physical pain and all this stuff into the eye. It's not okay. Making things that are not okay, okay by saying it's all one, we are all one, we are all love, is spiritual bypassing and it, it's not beneficial. However, you can remind yourself of the fact that you can see beyond separation. Only because there is a distortion in the collective perception of oneness, Things that go against oneness happen. So if everyone would be aware of oneness and if it would be accessible to all of us, things like wars and stuff like that, it wouldn't even happen. We wouldn't have the power dynamics on earth that we have. We wouldn't have all these negative things because everything is rooted in the, in the illusion of separation. So every pain, every out of alignment behavior, everything is rooted in the illusion of separation. If everyone would be aware of our interconnectedness and how everything we do affects all of us, not just a group of people, not just the enemy, not just like whoever you want to affect, it affects all of us, there would be no need for anything that creates more separation. Wars, fights, jealousy, greed, lust for power or fame or any act against our inherent and peaceful nature is a product of feeling disconnected. It's a product of the lack of God, the lack of the divine that these people cannot access. And they are looking for either validation or someone to blame on the outside. Because of this strong illusion of separation and because of our actual physical separation, like our physical bodies, we are very dominated by our minds and we feel 
internally fragmented. So it's like you can imagine it as almost like a trauma to your soul if you're being separated from source. We don't know that. We don't know where this trauma comes from. We don't even know we have this kind of trauma, but it's a deeply spiritual trauma. And the nature of the mind, which we then use to navigate our world, is to seek understanding and safety and structure. And it's easy to just put things into boxes like good and bad, right and wrong. It creates this level of safety that we need to survive in the physical dimension. And if we wouldn't be able to do this, we would simply run over a red light and crash into another car because we don't categorize this act as dangerous or bad. So there definitely is a purpose to this thinking in boxes. We need it here in the physical world. It's just how this physical realm works. But it's also hindering us from the truth of oneness, from feeling that truth of oneness. When it comes to seeking inner peace and spiritual evolution, tapping into this state of oneness is very helpful and it can benefit us in balancing out this very mind-based reality and access this higher consciousness and this inner peace that we all have within. And you may ask yourself, well, how do I how do I even break through the illusion of separation and of duality? And it's possible for every single person. These moments of total connectedness are something that we experience that makes us feel like so filled with love. We often experience that without realizing that this is tapping into the divine. This is tapping into higher state of consciousness. Every time you feel your heart open, if you see something in nature or if you just have this rush coming down on you of love and connectedness and you don't even know where it's coming from every time you have that you are actually accessing the fifth dimension you're accessing the dimension that humanity is going to ascend to in the long run so you are already accessing that through your emotions for example it always happens to me when i go stargazing this is why i do it so often because i'm seeking that feeling after a while i get so lost in staring in the infinite space and I just feel so whole and so expanded and so it's almost like it's a homesickness but it's filled with so much love and so much validation and reassurance and it's so beautiful and this is where I feel like I'm tapping into the fifth dimension and you have to find your own thing. It may not be stargazing for you but it may be watching the sunset or being in the ocean, swimming in the ocean, whatever it is, seek out that feeling to be more on this high vibration of love, of interconnectedness. The other version of that, which is also kind of connected to the fifth dimension, did you ever experience a devastating situation, but after a while, after calming down, after calming your mind, you suddenly have this deep knowing that everything is going to be okay and you can calm down and relax again? This is also like this state of interconnectedness and knowing that everything is going to arrange in a way that makes it feel okay again. And these moments are so-called zero-point moments or no-thought moments, because in those moments you don't think about the thing you're feeling, you actually just receive. It's like a download, an energetic download from your own cosmic self from a higher dimension that makes you tap into the fifth dimension for like a split second, and it feels so amazing. The topic of oneness and source is so huge that I'm actually going to make more episodes about this topic. I'm just going to pick it up every once in a while and go deeper into this. So if you're a um, 
frequent listener to this podcast, you will gain a lot of wisdom and it will activate a lot in you just listening to these teachings. So for today, I think that was a lot already. And um, I want to give you a little homework until we hear each other or we talk uh, next week on the podcast. So my little homework is to find a, a zero point moment for yourself like seek it out think about what makes you feel so connected and kind of just has to happen but what you do have control over is to get yourself into situations that make it possible so for example if you know that you always feel very connected in the forest take a walk in the forest ask your friend if she or he wants to come with you hug a tree or do anything you can to really feel connected and soak it all in. Or if you know that you love to watch the sunset, drive up a hill, take your journal with you, journal on a hill, watching the sunset and see what happens. Seek out this experience. And this is my little homework for next week. And I'm more than happy to hear from you on social media. So if you want to reach out to me, you can do that via email. It's podcast at isabelgloria.com or you can DM me on Instagram. It's at isabelgloria. My DMs are always open. I would love to hear about your experiences with oneness and with accessing this amazing feeling, this zero point feeling. And uh, that being said, I'm going to wrap it up here. I hope this was insightful for you. I hope you love these deep dives as much as I do. And I'm talking to you next week. Bye bye. See you then. 